I'm just going to keep buying shitty polyester fabrics and looking good doing it. Yep. Do, 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 Umpire pants. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 221 of Umpire Pants. I'm starting off, so that means Bill's not here, but also Mary's not here. We've got special guest in the house, Megan. Hello. She's not listener, Megan. She's just friend, Megan. So get used to it, buddies. Sorry about that. Sorry to disappoint. It's fine. She's like everyone else. She's heard our stories. She's tired of our bullshit. She doesn't have to listen to it on a podcast. I'm a huge fan. I'm just not a listener. Yeah. Thank you. That's all we need. Both can be true. Both things can be true. It's true. Uh, We were just sitting here in my bed sleepover style and it's 11 30 at night so it's a perfect time to record a podcast in secret and uh we megan spied in the corner of my room what do you see over there megan well that's a bag a plastic bag which came from mary which is alarming in itself but it's a lamont's bag yeah bill's gonna appreciate the use of us saying bag a lot because our northwest accent (laughs) and we're also going to talk about old school local stores Lamont's being one of them that's closed now and I I could not believe it when she said it was a Lamont's bag I was like what I hadn't even noticed it that's got to be like 30 years old at least <laughs> and then Megan also apropos of nothing not listening to the podcast brought up Ernst why did you bring up Ernst because there was a Lamont's next to the Ernst oh yeah in Totem Lake and I said I never went to the Totem Lake Ernst because I went to the Redmond Ernst which was also by a pay and safe which had, what made me think of it is they have the same logo, sort of. They look like little kid building block letters. Yeah. <laughs> were they 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 were like, um, to be branded together, like how yeah. Marshalls and Target were always built next to each other for a while. Yeah. But was that related or was that just a coincidence? Or do the same people own them? No, Mervyn's. Mervyn's Mervyn's, California. Not Marshalls. <gasps> yeah, Marshalls are different. I tier. found a box a Mervyn's California box in my house this is exciting guys old packaging of all kinds turning up we actually did talk about what we're going to talk about even though it doesn't seem like it it, because we're you know it's Friday night before my vacation and I'm not gonna lie I got wildly high this is a bonus conversation on the bonus episode you guys are lucky you're getting anything that's what we're saying no but we started talking about um sports themes because Mm -hmm. Herman and Isaac Mm -hmm. went to the cracking game tonight that's why Megan's over here, and that's why Bill's not here recording. My mom's not here because we didn't invite her because we started at 11.30 at night. Yeah, the boys went to the hockey game, and I was giving Kelly the rundown of the the pre-hockey game shenanigans, which include a very excellent theme song. It's a little bit cheesy, but it's pretty great. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a bad song because you also brought up your hate absolute hate of well i don't know if anyone likes this some people must like this song the local christmas song that we'll talk about in just a moment but yeah play this play this kraken song this is like the music they come out to right um it's like the pre the pre-music oh the pre-music before they even come out but hold on i gotta tell you the backstory which is even weirder so this song is by aaron jones my cousin Mm -hmm. from somewhere back in the day it's from an album from 2017 oh interesting so it does not appear that he wrote it for this purpose. And the version, the real version, the non-family-friendly Kraken version, has some language in it. So I yeah. definitely don't think he wrote it for this purpose. Wrote it for that part. Reason. So that's the, that's why there's F-bombs in this 
theme song <laughs> that's played in an arena full of people. So this is not the version that they play. Yeah, okay. It's pretty good. I already called the fucking police. Cause we the baddest band in town. Some good Seattle grunge. Yeah. We'll blow out all these fucking windows. Here come the boys from the Puget Sound. Can you hear me? So then they yeah. want the crowd to get real loud. Yeah, I like me? that. That's great. Yeah. Pop pop music and the boys from Puget Sound, when you said that was the name of it, I was expecting it to be extremely cheesy. And it's not. I like that. It is if you don't know that it's an actual song. If you just hear the sound bite. Yeah, that makes sense. Without the swearing. And it's, here come the boys from the Puget Sound. <laughs> it's a little... That is... That is uh, I think all that stuff gets cheesy the more you have to press it down for the general public. Yes, that's true. But shout out to Aaron Jones and... And that reminded me that I just saw on Twitter the other day, someone posted, I think from 1989, yeah, the Mm -hmm. Orlando Magic theme song. And then we started discussing, do all sports teams have theme songs? Play the Mariners one. Evidently so. We we looked it up and an officially posted one. It's just really, really generic sports music. like Sports ball. Sports. It's got a nice intro with uh, Mount Rainier and then some B-roll Seattle footage. Is it like old? This gets really, really um, dated. This part is just like any local news channel music. Absolutely. Action news at five. Yeah. We got the logo swirling around. And it sounds like um, like copyright free music, which, which it's not. So I hope that we don't get sued. We've only gotten one uh, takedown, and it was for a 50 Cent song. Oh. Wow. Well, anyway, it goes on like this for yeah, two minutes. Yeah, give it just a second to get to the... Could you skip ahead to the, to um, the jazzy part? So that was two minutes of this. Yeah. And then we jump into... <laughs> oh. oh, we got there. Real curious to me if that's still in operation. But the of what I the know. Orlando Magic one is pretty much the greatest song I've ever heard. It's really... And this is a live performance where uh, you should look it up, guys. It's... Does it, it say who this is performing? No, I don't know. I don't think it does. Well, here he is. He's doing great. doing a great job. Megan texted me the other day, did you ever figure this out? And she asked if the... F- she said, I thought the Fly Girls wore very specific outfits and what what did you think it was like booty shorts and oversized jackets yes in primary colors plus black with lots of um like shiny shiny things yeah but that was salt and peppa yeah that's what salt peppa album i think i was i think i conflating those two because it made sense and then when i looked up what the fly girls actually were i was like oh yeah it was just like trendy super hot clothes stuff yeah yeah well, we don't have the Orlando Magic song playing now because our internet sucks balls, but I'll insert it here so everyone can hear it because uh, it has some really great lyrics like Abracadabra, Alakazam. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. 
guess those they didn't copyright words back then because i feel like those would have been copyrighted you think you can't use alakazam now in a song maybe who owns that you think (laughs) i don't know they copyright some pretty weird stuff that's true people try to own everything do we have more songs to go into we just have to talk about the Christmas song because oh, you yeah. made a, a little throw to that and we need to... Yeah, I can't let that go. Uh, yeah. Christmas in the Northwest, everyone's favorite Christmas song who lives in the Northwest and goes shopping because I don't know where else you'd hear it. Do you hear it on the radio? They do play it on the radio. I yeah. mean, that's where I hear it is yeah. when I'm in stores hearing it on the radio because I don't play... I, I don't listen to and stations I hate it that play it, but I end up anyone. hearing it every year. Yeah. Everyone gets to hear it every year, whether you want to or not. It's like you, against your will, you have to listen to it. And that's I, part of the reason I hate it. I don't know who anyone who actually likes it. Do you? Do you know? I have never met anyone. And if I have, I've been able to convince them that they should change their mind. Well, how? Do you have like a line, like a talking points on this? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> okay. My number one talking point, the number one reason that it bothers me so much is that you could swap out Northwest for any other two syllabic location. Oh, okay. So it's nothing specific to the stuff here. Isn't it even not necessarily specific to here? It is, but the lyrics are so terrible that you wish that it wasn't specific to here. You wish that this wasn't about here. I think I only know that. I don't know if I've, I know I've heard the whole thing. I I don't have it in my memory in any way. I don't know any of the lyrics besides the Extremely religious. I guess it's not. It's a gift God wrapped in green. Oh, okay. Which I sort of equate to the general vicinity of, you know. Being the, the green northwest. Yes. Um, it's a child's answered prayer. It's a gift that we can share. It's yeah. a terrible song. <laughs> it's it's not good. Play a little bit for anyone who hasn't heard it somehow. This is your time. You have to hear it every See? year from here on out. Sorry, it's, guys. It's uh, 1987. Oh, I didn't know it was that old. Como Productions. All right, blah, blah, whatever. It does just, like, make my body feel like I'm at the dentist when I hear this. This is like the MASH song for me. Yeah, yeah. They're walking across a bridge. So let me demo here. Okay. Christmas in Chicago. Yeah. What city, region would you like to sing about? I agree. I, I think we should start a commission, a p- petition, commission to get that off the radio this year. Look at this album cover, though. Whoa, it's so sexy. Is that her? Apparently. But that's not the one that comes up when you first Google it. It's the same song, though. Huh. I'm going to have to look into that because that is shocking. I always picture, like, that's what comes that up lady. <laughs> the one who's in the video. The mom. Who's super frumpy and yeah. hanging out with her kids versus sexy laying next to the fire in a black sequin dress. How strange that, that that would come across in your brain. Well, there's also, if anyone cares to look it up, there are an official and an unofficial Seahawks song. Oh, yeah. the um, I'll, put, I'll put snippets of the, what is it, Bittersweet Symphony? Symphony? Oh, yeah. The, By the verb or the verb pipe? I can never remember which is verb, which. Verb, I um but yeah that song that is not really an amp up song but is is what they come out to and it's called bittersweet symphony and it's uh it's kind of fitting it always has been 
we got your back for the Seahawks. Yeah. I didn't get into the. Oh, I should have looked for Sonics. I didn't know that was a thing at all, and I don't, I don't know how widespread it is. But if you guys have any sports songs you want us to look up, umpirepantspod at gmail dot com, and we will talk about it later. Take your high tops and your whack shots to the hot shop, cause in the supersonic hop we don't play slop. And if you come into the crib, you're bound to get jacked. I'll so take that J back, fool, cause we ain't having that. And this house soups rarely are defeated, and other teams come and get severely mistreated. Thinking you're about to take the supersonics out? I don't think so, punk. Not in our house. It ain't that easy, G. No, not in our house. We ain't letting y'all sink no threes. No, not in our house. Don't even think about victories. No, not in our house. In the castle of the Sonic, you might get left catatonic. You get your skills from the comics, and if you win, it's ironic, but not at our house. We above 15 to visit and coach. Straight snapping on his own team. The fans straight low up. Competition chokes up, so stay back, fool, because backboards are getting broke up. Should we do kids' recipes? Yes, please. Did you know we had a song? I don't think so. Hey, everybody, take a look. It's time for the first grade recipe book. It's uh, not our best song, but it's pretty good. Do you want to hear our best song? Yes, I do. Okay. That was pretty great. I, I have no complaints <laughs> about that song. Um, it's for my mom's recipe reviews, where oh, okay. she reads reviews of people complaining about recipes reviews of um cooking recipes is the songs there we go took me long enough i'm like an old lady reviews of cooking recipes reviews of cooking recipes oh yeah did you bring a cooking recipe okay okay this is fantastic okay okay it's nice and long I don't have one today, guys. I just had to play that because it's my Justifi- favorite song. Fly- justifiably long. That was great. Um, Bruce's kid, Nigel, made that for us. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay, uh, so back to what we were talking about. We were about. doing actual yes. kids' recipes from first graders. This is your brother Jimmy's book. This is whose book we have right now. Oh, yeah. Because he was also in Mr. See? McCoy's class. and um, famous by association. Yeah. And I have to get through this and give it back to you. We already did Siobhan's. Oh. How was it? Great. They're so great. And Mr. <laughs> McCoy reuses his things. Oh, fantastic. His burns, as we call them. Yeah. Okay. This is funny because this is someone we know, but we've only been using first names. But, um, right? Isn't that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. The he's right person. A, he's a local artist. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Should check him out sometime. Can we plug Should we him? plug him? Sure. It's Kyle Summers, guys. Yeah. He's a he's a very talented uh, musician. He plays guitar. I mean, I've seen him play guitar. I know he plays other instruments. And I think he does lessons. Oh, cool. Yeah. Google him. He's a he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. Megan's brother grew up with him, and we were friends with his brother. And he has a recipe for chocolate chip cookies. One pound flour, two cups brown sugar, four eggs, one teaspoon baking soda. He's not too far off <laughs> with the ingredients. Yeah. Just proportions are pretty far off. I'm just but I mean, the pound is probably... That's a lot of flour. That's a lot of flour. But I'm also kind of concerned about the chocolate chips or lack thereof. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe he put it in the directions part. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Take a bowl that is six inches wide. Wow, that is specific. <laughs> and put the <laughs> flour. The flour is going to fit. <laughs> put the flour, baking soda, and eggs in. Stir 100 times. Okay. Put in brown sugar. Take a pan. Put everything in it. Put it in the oven for 50 seconds at nine degrees. Take it out and you have cookies. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> 50 seconds is a really specific one I haven't really seen from the kids. Just like Mrs. Fields, said Mr. McCoy. That is going to be a large, cold cookie. I like how specific his directions are with stir 100 times in a 6-inch wide bowl. That's, It's not going to fit. You're right, but it's. Uh, I like those details. Yes. You don't see that in other recipes. Let's read another one. I bet Mr. McCoy said, hey, make sure you're really specific. <laughs> That's probably true. Shout out to Kyle, because he really went to town with that. This is Brownies by Michelle. Half cup of oil, one-fifth cup of flour, two eggs, half cup chocolate sauce. Mix together for 20 minutes. Put it in a pan. Then put it in the oven for 50 minutes at 7 degrees. What? 50 minutes again? Oh, that was 50 seconds last time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're getting closer, though. It's getting better. We've determined we think kids think the dial on the stovetop is degrees because that's what oh. I thought when I wrote my recipe in first grade so seven on a stovetop is you know pretty hot yeah but uh makes a lot of sense oil flour a fifth of a cup of flour is a very small amount and a very weird measurement but it was a good try at, at fractions yes and I think you could get a sort of a brownie out of that not yeah, I think it would come together possibly as something. It's 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 kind of like a molten chocolate cake, maybe. I'm very curious if her mom made brownies with a chocolate sauce or if she just, that's the batter she thought was chocolate sauce, you know? Yeah. Either way. We will never know, but Mr. McCoy, did I already read that? Well, try to enjoy. <laughs> that's my favorite one. It's like not even a specific food burn or anything. It's just, well, it's not right. going to be killing you. Probably. Okay. How are we doing on time? We're really trooping it along here. We're at 20 minutes. We are going to do hints next and we'll each read one and then we can just sign off and uh, go do whatever we want. Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where we read from 1003 Household Hints and Worksavers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. I have to pick it? You do, but you can look at the list if you like. um, Choose a blank one. If you can see, it's very hard to see. And it's um, it's laid out in an extremely confusing way. This is a lot of challenges for this time of night. And you can also just guess and then we go to the next highest number, but we're so far into it that is um, often very I'm very going high. 818. Okay, here can we Can I go. mark it off? Yes, please. That'll be very satisfying. Lower bills for gas, electric, and telephone service. Oh, fantastic. Ashes won't burn. Banking your fire with ashes is never good practice. Learn to control the speed of combustion of your fuel with the damper controls provided for that purpose. If air leaks, if air leak, if air leaks prevent this, have your furnace put in good condition. It pays dividends. How do you feel about this uh, coal-fired furnace hint? I suppose with your, I actually stove is was researching this the other day. Oh wow! Because you have a a stove for we heat in a, your yeah, front we room, have right? A wood stove. And it was freaking freezing earlier this week. Uh-huh. 
that one day that it just yeah all, all of a sudden, sudden was cold yeah like 20 degrees colder than the day before yes thank you so i built a fire and it kept going out and then i realized that it was full of ashes i had to deal with my ash situation oh and you because got ashes won't burn so it was just cooling everything down yeah well i'll be damned I know. It's uh, not an outdated hint for once. But yeah, the, having it in your furnace is... Yeah, uh, no, not that, so much. That, I thought we were talking like a stove like yours until we got that far. Yeah, me too. Still relevant. Appreciated the help, though. Man, could have used that earlier in the week. I'm going to pick 3.30. Can you mark that off? <laughs> we wandered around the city earlier, went uh, out to dinner and had snacks at a bar, and then we went to get ice cream after that because we had not had enough dessert at the bar. And then wandered down to the water. It was a lovely evening. It was. It was like we were on a date. It was a wonderful date. And then we met the boys, and they had a bunch of they had a bunch, <laughs> of, bunch of hamburgers and just yeah. sloppy boys just slopping it up with their hamburgers and shakes. And mm. here we are. When ironing shirt collars, press from each corner towards the back of the collar to eliminate those undesirable wrinkles which persist in crinkling the front edges. That makes sense. But won't the back of your collar just feel scrunched up? Yeah. I had a really hard time following that. And I don't know that it would actually help anything. I think that is true to start from the tip the tip of the collar and work around it instead of the middle out so it doesn't squish the fabric towards the collar. I guess tip. so. I have I have to air air a grievance related to ironing. Oh, okay. My mother is a very talented seamstress. Yes. Many people know this. She ironed my wedding dress on my wedding day, by the way. She did. She uh, She also altered my wedding dress before the day. And she made my wedding dress. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, she's made many wedding dresses and all their prom dresses. She's very talented, as I said. Yeah. She also is a very talented ironer. Mm Mm-hmm. She learned this skill when she was in fashion design school. Yeah. It's an actual skill. Yeah. And she did not think to pass the skill on to any of her children. So I am a little peeved. Don't you think she'd still give you ironing lessons if you asked? She probably would. Okay. Maybe I will someday. Also, I think you have to just get into it as a kid to enjoy it maybe because it kills me to iron. I don't own an iron anymore. (sighs) Yeah. I just buy fabrics that don't really wrinkle. And if they really wrinkle and I need to wear them, sometimes I'm my mom ironed them still. I'm 40, guys, but she lives down the street. Yeah, that's fair. She probably does a better job, too, but somebody probably she does. taught her. So, you see, it's our mother's fault. My mom did teach me, but it's um, Terrible. it's exhausting. I When I had to have, when Herman had to dress up every day, I, we just bought a steamer, and that was way easier. Mm, yeah. And it, well, plenty the, of people just take him to the dry cleaner. That's true. They don't even wash their shirts at all. I don't so. know. Those are full of chemicals, aren't they? Every I job know. site that has the... <laughs> That used to be a dry cleaner is like all contaminated. I'm sure it's the price she paid, and I have to iron a shirt. Well, anyway, Anyways. I will learn how to iron someday, maybe from my mother. Me too. I will not. I'm just gonna keep buying shitty polyester fabrics and looking good doing it. Yep. Well, we don't have anyone to say our outro, so I will say it myself. Umpire pants out.
Oh, no.